welcome in to episode nine. I think I'm gonna count that out right. It's probably gonna be wrong. I might even throw in a welcome to episode 10, just so I have it um, and can do some creative editing later. Um, but uh, I believe it's episode nine of the I Am Ready podcast. Uh, I am Jay Sparks. I am flying solo today. My my partner in crime, Lisa Driscoll Hawksby, uh, could not make it today, uh, and uh, I'm just that's payback for me not being at the last one. I was not at the last one. I was out. Um, so uh, we're we're getting our own uh, our own footing here as single host, not just co-host of the I Am Ready podcast. But uh, it's okay because I am the entrepreneurship coordinator here at Ready, and I am with an OG uh, from the entrepreneurial world here at Ready uh, and the Hub, Johnny Eager from Cosmic Sauce. Hello, Jay. How's it going, man? It's good. Good. Things are good. Yeah, definitely good. OG. As far as- uh, yeah. You predate me. I call all the ones when I came in. If you were on my list uh, when I got hired, when you were if you, if you were on the Hub list, then you are an OG to me. And I tell people all the time, I tell New Hub clients, I know the OGs because you guys don't even give me the head nod as you go back to print things. That that's how I know. If somebody <laughs> just walks by my office and doesn't even look, give me a second look, then I know that they're they're OG. They're they're old school and, and ready to go. They know their way around. We do. We do. <laughs> so Johnny is the owner operator of Cosmic Sauce uh, here in town, and we'll start off. We'll just get comfy. We'll settle in. Um, tell us a little bit about your journey, a little bit about Cosmic Sauce, sure. and, and what you're doing. Sure. Well, Cosmic Sauce is a video marketing agency. We'll kind of maybe get into a little bit about what that means and more than just video. But um, And really, my background's been video, film, production um, for, geez, almost 20 years. So wow. I've got a... Um, strictly, I was strictly content creator, got started as a, you know, didn't go to school for anything video or film, picked it up, you know, when we still shot to tape, you know, that's my, my old man, like, <laughs> get off my lawn, but there you go. it is easier now, I do like the uh, memory cards are way easier to work with as far as digital goes, but got started in, in those days shooting weddings of all things, so, you know, had a day job, and just really... What, what percentage of people that are in film now started shooting weddings? I think like 89%. Okay. That's, I was going to say 80, <laughs> and then, so I'm and, glad I'm And gonna... I feel like most of them, I had a phone call with a buddy this morning that is burnt out on said weddings. <laughs> and I think there's about a three to five year run of content creators. They start there. It's a great way to begin a career like that. But then there's you, an expiration date. You slowly learn that, yeah, there is an expiration date because the math doesn't math when you actually want to run a business mm-hmm. and and so for me my journey I started there I was able to then take it was really a hobby that I enjoyed was able if side gig really a side gig at that yeah. point um, but the interest was to how to maybe make turn this into into a business um, but then really pivoted more into the corporate commercial side and that that was that was a good idea um, just because of what the wedding market is it's a bit I, to this day, I, I hire folks on a freelance basis that I'm a believer that if you can shoot a wedding at a high level, you can do the majority of what I, as a producer, need to have done. Like, what, wedding videographers kind of get a bad rap. Like, oh, you shoot weddings. And like, <laughs> man, like the, the stuff that people are putting out is, you know, some of this content is insane. It's so good. Right. And so, I mean, I look at that and, you know, when I'm hiring somebody for a job, it's like, what can you do? And 
these wedding videographers, they can wear like eight hats and they want to be paid like $200. <laughs> so as a producer, you're like, come on. They haven't figured out the math yet. They haven't figured yeah, out the they're math like, yet. You know, you know, I, I give them a fair day rate. They're like, oh, you know, 800 bucks. That's great. And I don't have to mess with all this other, you know, nope. Yeah. You know, just show up on a Tuesday. Yeah. And so, but yeah, so that's for me, that's kind of where I started. And then I was able to take, you know, I had a, a day job and then I was able to take that and then go to work for State Farm and their creative department. And so I was remote here locally in Columbia, but working for their corporate office out of Bloomington, Illinois, as part of a, in, one of the largest in-house agencies in the country. And so I got to see a lot of cool things and how agencies like that work. And, and so that was my, you know, did that for about 19 years and really got a feel mm-hmm. of what agency looked like and traveled a lot. And that's really what spawned, I got to do something else. And so an opportunity presented to, went into business with someone, had a partnership, and that's where, in really for me, it was about, we started, Cosmic Cell started 2016-ish, um, and then 2017 is when I came on board full-time, left my creative corporate job to just do this, and that's really when I got really plugged in with the hub at that point, it was probably at that, that 2016, 2017 point, so you're looking at five plus years of yeah all things Six years, uh, Six right? years of yeah. the hub. Yeah, see, math. No, no it's not, all good. Not good at math. But. <clears throat> so, so, and then t- it's you kind of hit the... second yeah. there, though. But, like, so I, I think this is one of those things that that's... You just kind of in, like, a, a trailing off sentence, kind of... You, you kind of jumped through the thing that a lot of the folks who listen to this podcast are going to be either employees or, or presidents, C-suites, you know, organizers, executive directors of, of, of organizations or businesses... You were just like, well, I just, I just stepped out of this and started jumped into to this entrepreneurial thing, and and, and then we did, 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 and I was like, wait a second, like, what was that process like? Because I think, I think that moment isn't talked about enough. Because on one hand, yeah, it's scary as crap to, to be there, but also I think to demystify that and say, look, it's it's you just do it, right? But but what was that like? If you have a, you know, yeah. So for me. I mean, you're talking just that process of making the jump. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the I, leaving I, leaving I, a paycheck. I tell people, I, you know, a lot of times I'm you know I'm in a place now where we hire twenty something, early thirty like content creators to help us with projects, and so a lot of times I'm getting to know those kids as I call them. <laughs> sure, but it really is like like with a twenty year production career, you know, I had built up the skills and abilities within the first five years, you know, within there. But, I, you know, the story I was telling myself was that it's just not the right time, right? And so I then went on another five years of just not making the jump. Mm-hmm. And so it's one that I think most, you know, you run across most entrepreneurs, business owners, like, should have done it sooner. Should have done it sooner. You're I, never I, ready. I, well, right? I, but I haven't met anybody that's like, yeah, I was really glad I waited. I was really glad no. I waited an extra five years to finally make the jump. Right. And and I and I get why, even for me, you know, I'm a wife and three kids and, and like it's scary. But I think with a little bit of planning and, and that you you just have to jump. Mm-hmm. Like you really do. And so for me, the, the, the stars kind of aligned in that the corp I saw the corporate job, some things were gonna change anyway. I was able to to get a severance in that and so I but the severance we're not 
talking big money, but it was enough to be like, okay, for at least... A bronze parachute? Yeah, exactly. It was not golden. (laughs) It was not golden. But it was enough to be like, okay, for at least six to 12 months, I'm going to be okay. My family doesn't necessarily have to change lifestyle too much. And that was probably the biggest thing for me as a father and husband. Like I didn't want to just drastically blow up what we had going on in our lives. However, I was not happy in what I was doing. and, And so you just, you know, I just made that decision. So... Yeah, so for that, it, it finally was like it just finally it got to for me personally, it got to a place where I'm like, I have to at least, I have to do this to try. I have to do this. I can't be 80 years old on a rocking chair, and that will be a major regret in my life. And and that was feeling it was very real that mm-hmm. I'm like, I have to do this, and that, and I had built up you know enough of a career, skills, abilities that I you know now's the time to do this. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's where it just was this thing that I'm like, all right, I just got to do it. <laughs> yeah. and, and so so it did, and I don't, but it's been the craziest six years. It has. I can see why people don't do it, but I would still encourage people to do it. Yeah, like, of course. Like, you, you just have to know that it's the road less traveled for a reason, but it's... And- it's and yet, yeah. I just learned this week, and I've been, I've been, I've been trying this out to everybody because I just learned this, and that's how you do it with new facts, right? Uh, Thirty-one million registered businesses in the United States right now, mm-hmm. currently. Um, Twenty-five million of those have zero employees. Wow. Twenty-five out of thirty-one million are either sole proprietorships sole proprietor. or or ten ninety nine single owner mm-hmm. small ownership group businesses with no employees. Yeah. <clears throat> and then that so that leaves six million out of thirty one. Um, so twenty percent. Twenty percent of the businesses account for a hundred percent of the employees wow. in the United States. Um, so we say the road less traveled, but I think sometimes that's our own that's our yeah. own um, uh, uh, living under a rock or or feeling vibe a little bit maybe. Yeah, I say just versus W two employment that feels safe. Like for me, it got it got more real when I realized what I thought was my safe corporate job. The writing was on the wall. It's not a safe. It, it wasn't safe. It mm-hmm. wasn't secure. Is what I thought sure. it was. And so with already having a desire to go this way. And then just seeing like, okay, in 12 to 18 months, I may not have a job. And there were a lot of things that happened, um, you know, with, with that organization. A lot of sure. things changed for, for a lot of people, and I, I got out at the right time. But it's just, it, the, I don't know, I feel like this sense of, like, there's no security. No. Like, like there right. really isn't. And I think that if, if you're, I'm almost 45, so like, you know, you, you watch your parents or your grandparents and who, who go to work for somebody Forever, and yep. that's what they did, and yep. that's what was modeled to me. Right, and and you know, those in my family, they were able to work for great companies that pensions and and but times have changed so much, like mm-hmm. that doesn't exist, and so you know that's kind of what I did. I mean, I had a nineteen, you know, seventeen year, seventeen year um, corporate career, and and so. Yeah. I did. Those, those times have changed. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Well, sorry. I, pull, no. I pulled out of that a no. little bit. But okay. So 2017 and, and you're finding the hub and you're setting out and, and yeah. Cosmic Sauce is kind of maybe not in its infancy, but it, what was the first big win? What was what was Cosmic Sauce's first big, mm. the big high five? Okay. Maybe I'm not crazy moment. If you haven't had that yet, that's fine. 
Some days it feels like, you know, well, then they just change. Like, you know, no, it's sure. funny how the, the, the finish line, it just keeps moving. You're like, okay, that was great. And then, but now we need something better. And, and that's kind of yeah. why. Um, uh, for us, we, it was for a, um, I don't know, as far as brands, but like Westminster, uh, okay. Westminster University of really sure. being able to craft a branding campaign, um, some kind of a brand anthem kind of thing. And it was, you know, a, a sizable budget, at least mm-hmm. for us at the time. And so that was like, oh, this is, this is pretty cool. This is, you know, someone wants to buy this creative idea that we have and be able to execute it the way we wanted to execute it. And it, and it, it went really well. And sure. so then that kind of parlayed into then other, other things that as people saw that or, you know, being able to use that as a portfolio piece really helped us secure some other work. And we were kind of off to the races from there. Nice, yeah. nice. Well, so so obviously, and then we all have the and then twenty twenty happened story. Um, yeah. You know, and and maybe from an entrepreneurial perspective, with the hub involved, what was that like? I mean, I know I know we kind of had to pull. I was a hub client at the time. Mm-hmm. I was also a hub client of Collins um, at the time, and and so the the hub kind of got pulled away from us because we had to close it down from a from a city space perspective. Right. Um, I got hired during that process, and then we started opening it back up. But what was, you know, what, how did Cosmic Sauce weather that? For there, I mean, for for me, the hub's been, it's been an interesting, like, journey through the hub because I'm, I'm definitely more connected than I was in the past as far as really trying to utilize what resources are available and just kind of showing up and being present and being part of, like, the vibe that's happening around mm-hmm. here compared to maybe in those first three or four years. Like, sure. We needed a professional mailing address. Like that was like probably the number one thing that was offered, right? Because both partners were working out of our houses, uh-huh. and and you know, being it just just the basic great internet connection. I can pop in at any time. Being able to print something on the run, like just some very sure. basic things, and like just running an office or running your business, right? Like, that was great having you know, administrative you know, needs. Yeah, right, and and and, and not maybe as plugged into some of the consulting services or, you know, just co-working and just being surrounded by other people that are, sure. you know, kind of more of, whereas that's more where I am now really trying to utilize, you know, all, all the benefits. I mean, even, you know, still busy, don't, but even popping into, you know, one million cups that, that is happening in the space mm-hmm. and just the networking piece has been really beneficial in the last year for me and, you know, like Curtis Tolson and, and other sure. folks that are that are have got some big ideas, you know, yeah. and just being able to bounce those off of people and really encourage each other. That's what I've seen in the last year that I've been really plugged back in is more that encouragement that that because for me, we talk about 2020 like that's Cosmic Sauce. We were kind of we were on our way up like 2019 was probably one of our best years in that we had been able to secure like content retainers for healthcare organizations and agriculture and, and we were doing mm-hmm. bigger things, at least bigger for us. Sure. Um, and was able to grow a team and uh, still working remotely. Um, and then everything changes come 20. Those content retainers go away. Uh, the partnership in Cosmic Sauce, that, that changed. And so that was just me. And then really, I mean, we're a marketing company that didn't work for eight months. You know, like I was trying my hardest to sell animation or anything that just, 
I mean, we got into live streaming. Like you talk about a pivot. Right. Like we had gear sitting around. I knew nothing about live streaming, but yet I yeah. I don't know if this is now going to be out on the internet, but like um, streamed a message from the governor at the governor's mansion because I told him I could. No idea what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> sure, but I hi- I hired people to help me that did know what they were doing, right. and and we pulled it off. But like because. You're like, hey, I, listen, I, revenue. Like, I, we, I, we need to figure this out. I, you know? As, as I, I firmly support this entrepreneurship uh, vibe here. <laughs> you, you, we, we all just, look, we're failing faster. We're failing smarter. Um, yeah. No, it's all good. It's, it's 100%. We're all making it up as we go. So yeah. <clears throat> 100%. Um, well, no, I think, I think you're, you're, you've got your finger on the pulse. I know as I talk to people, um, other hub clients, and they all say, the other day I was talking to Johnny down at the hub and we bounced some ideas and it was really interesting or, you know, and so I think, I think it's good to, to have this conversation. I think you bring up the exact right point. You know, it's the, uh, you said the vibe and, and I, I, I tell people often, I feel like a gardener. I feel like I'm just planting seeds down there and, and then the seeds are, are benefiting each other and growing together and, 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 and leaning on each other a little bit as, as they grow. And so um, I, I love that that's happening down there. What does the community need to know about entrepreneurship or the hub? What, what does the community need to know and why is it important that, that it's, it's happening like it's happening now? Yeah, I think they, just, they need to know that it exists. You know, that, that I think that even within that, that these resources are here, that the value is tremendous, that, you know, that it's, it, it's a low cost you know, as, as far as, you know, what, and then what you get access to as part of that, that, you know, I've been able to sit in on some training things that have just opened my eyes or got wheels turning about things that, you know, the fact, you know, trying to potentially look at becoming a state or federal vendor and how that can affect my business and the resources that are close to the hub around that. Mm-hmm. And I, I wouldn't have, entertain that on my own sure and you know i'm still not there's still a lot of red tape there but 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 being able just to learn about some of those things and being able to bring those into your business and there is there is i think that value in because it's always easier to you know help others than help yourself right so like you know you can tell me you're having it and man i i got it i can i can i can help you fix it but to be able to see Maybe some of you know your, your own shortcomings or challenges you're having, and how to address those. Like that's what's been really beneficial. And you know, there's a handful of folks that that it, it, it's a two way street. It's and we we just kind of it just becomes part of because as a no one tells you as an entrepreneur like like it is lonely like like and especially when you're small. But I think even then, I was listening to another podcast like like you can grow a team and do all these things and just as the leader like it can still feel really lonely even though you may have you know at one point we had five people working for us and but we were remote and trying to create that culture and and those challenges that come with that and because of covid and some other things like we've shifted down now and it's me and it's two employees and i'm kind of trying to reassess where we're going and what we're doing and my point is there's this camaraderie that exists and almost that office cooler you know, environment that you just don't get when you're sitting at home grinding this out on your own. Right. And so the fact that, you know, I, I intentionally try to pop in at least a couple times a week 
because a I feel like I am more productive to having a place to go, mm-hmm. and that that I'm not one of these folks. Oh, I'm more productive at home. I'm not. I'm, I'm doing <laughs> right. you know eight other right. things other than actually the the thing that I'm supposed to be doing. Right. Um, and I know there's a pretty good chance I'm gonna bump into someone, and we're just gonna have an honest conversation that wouldn't happen otherwise. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Those um, connections are are, are important. Um, I think that was maybe an answer geared towards other entrepreneurs, and I think that's great. What about the rest of the folks? I mean, I mean, uh, you know, what what about the folks in the board meeting room? Those folks out in those those C suite positions, you know, I think sometimes there's a removal there. There's a separation, a gulf between you know when you get so focused on a large scale company and, and all the ins and outs and running that you might still feel, you might still be aware of your place in the community at that stage. And, and that's why folks give back to Ready and, and are engaged and that kind of thing. And they hear my reports when I stand up and get to talk. But what do they need to know about entrepreneurship? What, what, do, what do folks out there in the, biz, the wider business community who are not thinking right now about plugging in entrepreneurship, what do they need to know? I think just that it's, you know, that if it's, if they're in a place where they're, you know, they're wanting to be connected to that and want to just again know that this is become a, re- a really important, I think, central hub, if you will. You know, there's I mean, there, there there's the pun, <coughs> but but honestly, on the nose, that, right? yeah. yeah. That, but but I think that that through that this is a very vibrant resource here in the community. So, however, if people like that want. To be connected or involved, that that it's it's something that really is making a difference here around the work that's being done. Yeah, and then you know, I guess uh, entrepreneurship as a whole. Like, how do you see entrepreneurship in Colombia? I mean, you you used to travel, like I said, a lot yeah. before, um, and and I know you still get out to to do things now. But uh, you know, what what do you think that Colombia? You know, what are we missing? What are we doing well? Like like kind of that that what's the temperature I mean, check? I think, I mean, it's again, we talk about, you know, Columbia as a community as a whole, and it's that, you know, that it's it's what you get from some of these larger cities in this college town and what that what that offers. And I think that does that does boil over into the entrepreneurship business community. And so I think it's it's vibrant. It's it's this. You know that it's it's here, and that you know you look at Startup Weekend, and you look at again one million. There, there's a lot of opportunities for any any size business to yeah grow and thrive, and and you know and have these resources. Um, at the end of the day, when when Johnny Eaker is is done with Cosmic Sauce, at mm-hmm. the end of the day, and you sit down, you know to to enjoy a beverage of your choosing uh, in a, in a seat of your choosing somewhere. What's what's your why? What's what's Johnny's why for for whether it's cosmic sauce, your fam, you know, Columbia, Mid Missouri, yeah. film. What's what's Johnny's why? It's yeah, for me, it's been you know, last couple of years, it's been a lot, a lot of ups and, ups and downs, and so it really is this living with intention and impact, and and it's that impact piece that you know that. A lot of you know, the the content that that we're able to create has the opportunity to make an impact on folks, and and I mean, 
we went through you know we were at the Columbia Supreme and and some you know some folks that I've met through the journey here mm-hmm. or just even in the community that's sure. the thing that that example didn't there wasn't a hub connection first right it ended up being one later. now there is now there right. is now but that's more of just a Columbia business community connection and, mm-hmm. and being able to help a nonprofit like a Columbia Supreme or or even you know a recruiting video series for a Mizzou like like what we're doing matters mm-hmm. that it has the opportunity to help a business or a nonprofit reach their goals and you know I'm more of got a soft spot for nonprofits and what they're you know what they're trying to do and you know every year we we do a pro bono thing and it's for that impact piece solely that if it's just very rewarding if, if the opportunity to create something that really does generate a lot of impact for someone else that's doing some good stuff so it's it's the impact piece that the content that we're making matters makes a difference yeah yeah 100 percent well um we, we like to, at the end of these podcasts, to kind of give the floor over to our guests for a minute. I mean, we, we kind of ask some guided questions. We know what we want to hear. We want to get some, some thoughts on economic development and, and that kind of thing. And obviously entrepreneurship heavy this time. Mm-hmm. But but I'd turn the floor over too. And, you know, what what would you like to, to say if something we haven't covered or, or, you know, something that you would like to, to share or anything? No, I think... I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna ask Jay questions. We should ask Jay. Go questions. for it. Let's, yeah, let's just, I, I'm okay. Let's, let's do that. <coughs> Tables have turned. Yeah, let's let's turn them a little bit. But no, what is um, like, where is entrepreneurship going? In in this community, I think uh, I think Columbia is finding the divide now between um, startup culture and ecosystem and entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. There, there's exponential entrepreneurship and there's geometric entrepreneurship. And, and I think Columbia now has finally come to that fork in the road. And so you've got MIC, uh, Missouri Innovation Center, and Scale out there who are scooping up the, the hockey sticks, the folks who have that hockey stick potential and want that hockey stick. But just like uh, Centennial and Permanent have been around for a long time in the VC kind of investment side of things, um, Centennial's out there looking for hockey sticks. And, and Brent Bishore and what he does with Permanent is that geometric, right? Give me boring businesses. And I feel like I feel like Columbia is coming to that fork in the road where we have to understand that the boring businesses might actually, end of the day, on a long enough term, the boring businesses are what build the community. Mm-hmm. It's great that there's Zapier. And it's great, and I, nothing, taking away nothing from Equipment Share and Zapier and, and those kinds of pieces that, that find that hockey stick and go and have all the resources at their disposal but that the mom and pops and the, 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 the day-to-days and the folks who are one to two, three employees and looking to grow and, and solid geometric growth over time, I think that's where Columbia's at. And we're, we're finding that fork in the road where before I think we were all lumped in together mm-hmm. and folks were excited about the hockey stick stuff and the other folks kind of got shunted aside. But now that we've kind of pulled that, that apart a little bit, teased those two apart a little bit, I think we can now shine a light on those geometric growth businesses and say, listen, we're doing entrepreneurship 100%, and this is where it's at. This is fun stuff. This is good stuff. This is economic development at its finest. And sure, Powerball tickets. It's always fun to scratch lotto tickets and, and buy Powerball tickets, but but this is what builds Columbia. Mm-hmm. And, and I think getting resources in that space, changing the income gap, changing the generational wealth gap, um, 
providing role models for families who've never had someone in entrepreneurship make earning their own paycheck. Um, I think all those things are important. Yeah, it's super cool. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, other than that, no, it's it's weird. Yeah, Cosmic Sauce is here, so we're doing our thing. So. Good. I love it. Well, continue doing your thing. Uh, we're going to continue doing our thing. Uh, the I Am Ready podcast uh, will we'll continue uh, episode, again, I hope, episode nine, <laughs> if, I've, if I've got this all jotted down right. Um, but uh, and, and we'll be back with episode 10 soon. Um, but, uh, Johnny, thank you so much for coming in and chatting. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll sign off here. Thanks, yeah, thank you.